Welcome to the Who Asked Me podcast, a podcast about whatever I want it to be about. I'm your host, Zell, and every week I'll be talking to you about pop culture, reality TV, all the things in your life that made you happy, and some of them that even made you go, what? So sit back, relax, and have a laugh with me. So I recorded this entire episode and I was about to upload it and I went to put the number of episode this was, like how many episodes I've done. And I just realized this is my hundredth episode. (laughs) And so I came back really quickly to say thank you to everybody who has listened to this podcast. Um, whether it's since been since day one, it's hard for me to think that I have people who might have listened to my podcast since day one or since the early days. Um, or if you're, if you're a new, a new listener, just thank you to anybody who has listened to this podcast consistently, even one time for enjoying it. I really appreciate this. I'm just, I I won't get too much into it, but I remember the day I remember when I said I was going to start a podcast and I was like, fuck it, I'm just going to do it. And I uploaded my first two episodes. I remember I uploaded two episodes in a week. And the first one, I think I got like 50 streams or something on that first one. I was like, oh my God. And so then I did another one right after. And at the time, and I uploaded it and then it probably got like half of that, right? So like 25, 20, something like that. And I remember right after um, I went on a trip to Austin and I, I hated my job at the time. Like I was at the ass end of being in restaurants and things like that. And I started crying in the airport and Charlie was like, what's wrong with you? And I was just like, I'm so unhappy at work. And I didn't realize it until I started my podcast. And he was like, well, what do you want to do? And I was like, I've never been more sure of something. I'm like, I want to do my podcast. Like, that's what I want to be my career. Like, I, I that's what I want. And I've never, I, I don't want to say I've never been, I just hit the microphone. <laughs> I don't want to say I've never been too sure of something. I knew that, like, when I was a little girl, I always wanted to talk show. Like, I've always wanted to do things like this, but I just was scared, right? Um, but it's just so crazy to me. It's been two years now. I had that huge break where I was severely depressed and I didn't record anything for a while. And then I recorded and it's, it's just so wild to me that y'all came back. You know what I mean? So I just want to thank everybody who's listened to this podcast, who gives me feedback. It it really means a lot to me. It really does. I don't want to get emotional. So I'm going to end it there. I hope you enjoyed this episode. It's my hundredth. Hello and welcome back to another episode of the Who Asked Me podcast. Y'all already know I am Zell. We are doing another solo episode. Listen, I feel like we're kind of on summer break, if that makes sense. Like so many of the shows are, you know, that we were recapping and that we're bringing a lot of the drama are on break. And then now we have our low key shows, which I'm not complaining about. And we'll get into that in a second. Um, And, you know, it's just one of those things. I also, and also it's summer, duh. I also was considering not recording tonight, but I was like, you know what? I can put a little something out. Um, Let's start off with a couple of topics I want to talk about before we get into shows. First things first. (laughs) Yes, I have seen all of the, what is going on with Kyle and Mauricio, right? I recently saw somebody suggest like, oh, Kyle cheated 
with that Morgan person that she's been taking pictures with. I think Morgan's pronouns are she, hers. I just don't want to mispronoun her and I can't find her Instagram at the moment or them. Sorry. Um, anyways, first of all, if something is going down with Mauricio and Kyle, let's be very clear. It's Mauricio's fault. Are y'all, are y'all well? If you ask me, if you have to ask me, I think that much like a lot of other housewife couples, marriages, there's agreements. And most of those agreements begin and end with don't fucking embarrass me, right? Um, I want to say somebody that used to work in that realm in the area said, y'all would be shocked how many of those marriages have that clause. Like, just don't fucking embarrass me. Like the wives know what's going on. They say, just keep it, keep it hush, right? It was around the time that the whole Robin Dixon thing was happening. And everybody was like, oh, do they have agreement? Do they have agreement? Does Karen have an agreement? Somebody was like, y'all would be shocked to see how many of these couples actually have agreements. So like, let's be very clear. I think it's Mo, because I think Kyle is very loyal. However, do I think something is off? I don't know, guys. I I don't know. I'm not going to lie to y'all. I'm not going to hold y'all. It would be wild to me if there is actually trouble in paradise. They've been together for so fucking long. And like, I think that Kyle would rather like chew off her finger than get a like a separation or divorce or have anybody talking about her and Mo. I'm just going to be so very honest. Also, people were like, oh, she wasn't, he wasn't with her at Kim's um, daughter's wedding. He was, he was sitting right next to her. He was sitting right next to her. I don't, I don't know. Okay. I'm 50, 50. Do I, could I, does something smell a little murky in the water? Absolutely. But I don't know if that's because everybody is pointing it out or if it's because something smell actually smells murky in the water. You know what I mean? I just, I just don't know. Um, but yeah, that's, that's what I have to say about that. I, I just, I'm, it's a toss up for me. It really is a toss up. Next thing's next. I guess a senior Vanderpump Rules show is in the works. When I say senior, I mean, apparently Brittany and Jax and Kristen are in talks to be on a show about like their lives, lives. Oh my God. Now, as people who are not in the restaurant industry anymore and are like moving on, having kids, things like that. I'm gonna just say this. I don't think that's gonna be what y'all think it is. I really, really don't. First of all, did Brittany and Jackson take Kentucky do so well? That's just a question. Just a question that I have. If you loved it, okay, I love that for you. But I don't think it's gonna give what y'all think because they have kids now. Kristen doesn't have kids, but she like swears she's like, so, she's not quote unquote, crazy Kristen anymore. She's moved past a lot of stuff, da, da, da. I just don't think it's going to give what y'all think. And also the Britney of it all. Britney cannot have anybody talking about her husband. So she will like make everything about her and them. That's what she did on Vanderpump, knowing damn well her husband is part of the problem. I also don't care to see any of those people be parents for a couple of reasons. One, I just don't want to see it. Two, what I don't like is when kids become involved. Like when we've we've seen these people party, people obviously have this weird parasocial relationship with like the Vanderpump Rules cast as well because they're super accessible. People feel like they know them, right? When it comes to kids, we're not going to be seeing these people party like they used to. And if we see any resemblance to that, I really feel like people are going to take that and run with it like full, full ass 
sprint. And I don't like that because we already know that like people were talking in the Vanderpump Rules season when there were clips of, um, you know, Sheena and her family. So Summer and Brock at a barbecue party, whatever. And Summer was in the pool on a floaty with her dad, Brock. And people were saying like Twitter, people on Twitter were literally like, Sheena has her baby at a party with drugs and alcohol. Yo, you don't know that. You actually don't know that. And that's really fucked up to say that she's got that baby at a party where drugs are happening. I don't think any of these people would knowingly take their kids to a party where drugs are involved. And like, let's be so for real. All of these people have at one point dabbled in drugs. Therefore, I think I'm going to argue and say that they are more conscious to not take their kids to the parties where drugs are going to be floating around. Either way, you don't know that for a fact, so you just shouldn't say that. And I feel like it opens them up to those things. It opens up their parenting. Like we already know how people get, they think that they know everything. And so I just, I don't think it's going to give what y'all think. I really don't. Um, Good luck to everybody who wants to watch that show. Good luck to them. That's all I got. Okay. (laughs) I'm not going to watch it, but I think that's all I have for tidbits tidbits little news let's get into the shows okay we're gonna start with love island and how i decided i'm gonna do love island from here on out since i got a vpn (laughs) and i have left y'all in the u.s is i will talk about where y'all are in love island at the beginning and then at the end of this episode after we talk about bravo after uh, bravo after we talk about everything else then that's when I will get into Love Island where we are in real time, okay? And some of y'all are probably like, bitch, when did you get a fucking VPN? Let me tell you something. <laughs> so somebody sent me a website, right, where you could watch it. Then the website only went to like episode 18. And I don't know what they sprinkled in this season, season 10 of Love Island, but it crack, crack, okay? Because I was itching, itching. And since I was watching, like the, the, that website was updating. So I, st- I started watching live with everybody else. I was like, I looked to see where the US was, like the Hulu watchers. And I said, oh, no, 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 I know too much already. Like I know too much. I can't sit here and wait until like Hulu catches up with this. Like I, I will go crazy. I also had already started tweeting about current Love Island, like where they are currently. Therefore, my algorithm is like with the UKs. It's current. It's not with the people who are watching in the US. So I was like, fuck, fuck, fuck. And I had it in my mind. I said, fuck it. I'm just going to buy a VPN, right? My husband goes, we have one. I said, excuse me? He goes, I've had a VPN like the entire time we've been together. Five years. (laughs) Granted, I didn't even know what a fucking VPN was. I, ha- I didn't know what it was. I'm not, I'm not into that. I know how to get on the internet. Okay. I know how to record this podcast for y'all, <laughs> but that's it. Um, so he gave it to me and yeah. So where Hulu. Okay. Let me just say where I'm at so far. So I know that y'all just saw Molly get dumped from the Island. When I tell y'all, I just now, just now, started to believe that Molly is not coming back because I did not believe like when she got dumped, when Katie came in and chose Zach, I was like, no, she'll be back some tea. Molly's mom apparently works for ITV, which is the channel that Love Island comes on. And so it was like, okay, 
favorite. And I understand what a lot what a lot of people were saying about Molly Marsh. That's the Molly from season 10, like imitating Molly May. I'm not going to lie. I wasn't super into, I know who Molly May is obviously, but I was in and out of that season of Love Island. And like, I was just like, okay, whatever. But when people start comparing it and stuff, I was like, no, absolutely. But then what really did it for me, because I think sometimes people take things too far when they're like trying to compare certain stuff. But then what really did it for me is somebody found, so I guess Molly Marsh is like an influencer. They found, and she does vlogs or something. They found some clip of her like visiting the Love Island um, villa, like before she was on the cast, um, just a part of like some perks. And like, none of this is a secret, you know what I mean? It's out there. And then she also had a vlog where she was like, oh my God, I just saw Molly Ma- Molly May. I just passed Molly May on the street. And then there's like another one of her like taking pictures of her or whatever. So I definitely think that she studied the, um, you know, how to do it. And like, it's not, we all know how Love Island works, right? We know that like the blonde white girls, they're already at the, like they're at the top of everybody's list. And things are definitely going that direction in this season. However, what these girls did not expect or no, what the girls and the guys did not expect is for one, I think the public to be going as hard for Whitney, right? And then also we love Catherine. People love Catherine. She's a sweetheart. I will say me personally, I have never loved a Love Island contestant as much as I love Whitney. I don't know what it is. I feel like we are kindred spirit, but like, I love her. She is so fucking hilarious. And I cannot wait for you guys. These next, I'm telling you, if you're watching on Hulu, these next two episodes, it does, if you think you're getting a break, you're not. I'm just going to tell you right now. But also, <laughs> Whitney has some of the fucking funniest one-liners in the world, okay? In the world. But what, back to Molly. Listen, and I have literally still been checking her social media to see if she's gone ghost again. Because she said, like, oh, if they ask me to come back, I definitely will. Like, she said she, she's not unpacking all of her bags, okay? When I looked, I, when I started looking at her social media, I was like, okay, I can't see her and Zach together. I really can't. They weren't, it's not, and it's not that they were incompatible whatsoever. I think they're compatible. I just, once I looked at her social media outside of the villa, and then I looked at his too, I said, nar, nar, babes. Like I cannot see them outside of this villa. I think they're in the villa thing, right? So here are my thoughts. Mitch is a deeply annoying person. Deeply, truly annoying. How he is still in this villa is beyond me because Mitch has no fucking connection. No, no connections whatsoever, right? Except for getting in everybody's goddamn business. I want to talk about Whitney and Medi for a second. So yeah, I know y'all saw Medi all of a sudden say like, oh, I want to get to know Leah out of nowhere. I don't, I don't know. Sometimes I feel like on Love Island, these dudes will just start to get nervous because they're like, wait a minute. I'm like, and especially this season, I really feel like this season, especially, I feel like they coupled up so early. And I think they like low key started to realize like, wait a minute, we, this is early. It's still early days still early days, right? So they're they're trying to get out of their couples, but they, but they can't. But with Medi, it's like, babes, consider yourself lucky that Whitney even looked twice at you. 
Okay. I don't think Andre was for Matt or for Maddie. I don't think Andre was for Whitney either. But I'm going to just tell y'all this who are not up to date. Whitney got a match in there. I just don't like, I don't know if they're going to explore, but she, she got a match in there and y'all will see here soon. Okay. Um, let me tell y'all, Leah is a person that really irritates me. And this is why I feel like Leah went on the show thinking like she was, she came in as a bombshell, right? And she came in with Charlotte and I, I really felt bad for Charlotte. Like I really, really did. Molly did not let give, oh my God, my dog just walked up to me. Usually I record with the door closed. <laughs> he just walked up to me and scared the actual shit out of me. He's quiet as a cat, but I also have these headphones on. Anyways, I felt like Leah was like, thought she was going to come in. All the guys were going to want to talk to her and she wasn't going to have to like really put in that much work. And it's like, yeah, she's a cute girl. Okay. Apparently the eye contact is giving. Apparently these guys are mesmerized by her eye contact. If I would have known that all I had to do was stare a man down and that he would just be upset, obsessed with the mystery of me, then I probably wouldn't have done that. You know, what's funny. I was talking on the phone to one of my best friends, like best, best friends about Love Island. And we were talking about the, the eye contact because I personally cannot hear these men say eye contact is crazy. Eye contact is crazy, bro. Any fucking more. But I was like, you know what I realized when I like saw or when I heard them talking about Leah and the eye contact and how mysterious she is, is that I'm very positive no one in life has ever used the word mysterious to describe me. <laughs> I, mean, I haven't tried to be mysterious either, but like I'm probably the least mysterious person on the face of the earth, I feel like. <laughs> but I feel like she came in, thought she like, you know, being just her was going to be enough, i.e. a pretty girl. And all the guys were going to want to flock. And like when that didn't happen, like, yeah, she kind of had a little tete-a-tete with Tyree Tyreek, sorry. And Ella, <laughs> Ella's not letting that go. She was not going to let you take that with the swiftness, babes. I don't know what you thought. But even her, I understand not wanting to be called a test. I totally get that. But even the way she reacted, like, did you really give Ty anything to go off of Leah that you might be interested in, Or did you just look into his eyes? And that's how I feel about her with a lot of the other guys too. It's like, you just look at them, literally look at them with your eyeballs, but then nothing's coming out of your mouth, babes. Nothing's coming out of your mouth. I, <laughs> I'm just very, very irritated. Have y'all met Montel yet where you are? Yeah. I don't know if you've met Montel yet, so I'm going to leave that off. But moving from Leah to another person that I just don't trust. It's Jess. And I know a lot of people are gonna be like, what? I do not trust that girl. And I have not trusted her since the whole compatibility thing. Let me explain this to y'all. One thing that got on my nerves is Jess started crying. First of all, actually, no, I'm gonna take this back a step further. Jess really started pissing me off when she started crying. When the whole, um, Whitney, and it didn't, I don't even want to say the whole thing. It did because it didn't need to be a thing. When Whitney and... Catherine came to her as homegirls. They were coming to her as homegirls and saying, hey girl, like you were just talking mad shit, chatting shit about Molly, like when she could hear you with the whole workout thing with Charlotte and Zach. And then 
you are mouth like you didn't choose her to be the most two-faced and you talk shit about her and like it's getting around the villa right that's all they were trying to say is like hey it is really coming off like you, it's kind of looking this type of way just to let you know and miss mama starts crying and then Medi gets mad at whitney without even talking to her and was like you're involved in drama you made jess cry da 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 and then for her to be like i'm gonna go talk to Medi," and what she says is purely from a selfish point i don't trust white women like that i'm gonna be so honest with you jess does not pick up just does not pick up on certain things to be having black friends. I'm sorry. Actually, I'm not sorry. I'm not sorry at all that I said that. There's a certain awareness that needs to happen and it. To me, it seems like Jess lacks it because what she says to Medi is, oh, I was being dramatic. Like she was like, nah, everything's fine. Everything's fine. She doesn't actually stick up for Whitney at all. And Medi came for Whitney about that. Like, do we even want to think about like what a fucking reaction that is from Medi? Like if that were me, if I started crying and then my homegirl's boy was like mad at her, I would be like, first of all, Medi, I'm fine. I don't really need you coming around defense here. Um, even if we are friends like that, but there's, this is no need, no need for you to be mad at Catherine. No need whatsoever. It was just, but the whole thing was bizarre from beginning to finish. And like Jess took it as like, oh, I was crying. Like they're worried about me. I was crying. Like, girl, shut the fuck up. Okay. But then when it came to the heart rate challenge, she pissed me off. Or not, not heart rate challenge. Y'all have not seen that yet. Let me tell you something. This is one of the best heart rate challenges. Whew. But when it came to the compatibility vote, her and Sammy have, first of all, I hate Sammy. I, I do not like that motherfucker at all. Sammy, Sammy's hair, as it naturally goes out of his head, is actually pretty nice. He has nice curls, but then he literally parts it down the middle and gels it down. What? What? A person that cannot be trusted. A person that is not to be trusted right there by the hairstyle alone. But also the slick shit that came out of his mouth when it came to the compatibility compatibility vote. He, the microaggressions just jumped out of him and Mitch's body. J leapt, Okay. Jess and Sammy had been arguing for like two days straight, right? And they always bicker. But not only that, they were bickering about Sammy wanting to go elsewhere, wanting to know other people, right? And not only that, I feel like I just repeated that, but whatever. Not only that, they had argued. They had had their little back and forth, walked away from each other. And then Jess double, double back, spins the block and goes back for more to say the exact same thing that she already said. If that's my last impression of you, yeah, I'm gonna be like, are y'all really compatible? Because the argument was already had and y'all are arguing and not to mention, Sammy wants to talk about physical uh, attractiveness. He has literally said that, I, one thing I know about Sammy for sure is that Jess is not his fucking type. Why? Because he has told me, he has told me that multiple times he's told me that he's told all the men that he's told half the women that he's told just that so why why oh why are we talking about physical attractiveness when it comes to the black women in the house why i know why okay Ugh, i can't and then for uh jess to sit there and cry and be like I just feel like y'all were being fake. Like use, use should know better because you spend time with us. First of all, let's watch who we're calling fake. 
let's watch who we're calling fake. That's a strong word. And like everybody, <laughs> what did Whitney say? Oh no, not fake. <laughs> I'm sorry. I just love her. She did better than me. Cause I would have been like, what do you, who do you think is fake? Like who? Let's say names, but see, that's why I don't, that's why I'm not on shows. Okay. Because I really did realize in that moment, I was like, see, bitch, this is your, like, <laughs> your argumentative side coming out because there's just no way I would have been able to sit there and like make her feel better, comfort her. And she said some shit like that. I would have been like, so just to really clean some stuff up, who, who are you trying to call fake? She was like, y'all spend time with us. Yes, we spend time with you. And what I saw is you fucking arguing. Y'all talking about Catherine and Scott, they mind their business. And I, I'll get to that at the end of, you know, with people that are up to date, but like they mind their fucking business. Okay. At the end of the day. Now I like uh, Catherine's my girly and I just want her to be happy. I think one thing I like about Scott Unlike Zach, I don't think he's going to be shady. If Scott moves on, if he wants to explore another relationship, I do think he will be respectful with it. I think he will be upfront and tell Catherine beforehand. Because one thing I noticed about Scott too, is he likes to hang out with the girlies. The girlies being Whitney and Catherine. Like the more y'all will really see in these next coming like episodes, he does not fuck with boys like that. He is literally always with the girls. Like he likes chatting shit with Catherine and Whitney. So you got to think about those things when people are like, oh, they're not compatible, blah, blah, blah. But that's where he likes to be. Okay. So that's another, like, I don't want to say perk because like Catherine's a sweetheart. Like she is so, so sweet. You got, like, he's got to think about that. I also just, what I pick up from Scott, I don't want to say that he seems uncomfortable in the villa. He just seems very checked out. Like, and it's not even an overwhelmed way. He's just, maybe he's just like really an introvert, right? Because he, that man is just straight chilling. Mitch is a busybody. I'm going to compare him to Mitch in this way. Mitch is a busybody. He's bouncing all around the house. He wants to get in any and everybody's business. Like Scott is just like, I'm going to be over here because y'all, y'all doing a lot. That's just how I feel about it. Um, if y'all have, have y'all met, if y'all have, y'all met Mal, Y'all might have not met Mal yet, so I'm gonna leave that off. I think that's all I have for where you are if you're a Hulu watcher when it comes to Love Island. Let's talk about Atlanta and Martha's Vineyard. Okay, <clears throat> I will say this about Atlanta this week. Better, we are getting better. However, y'all, Mar Marlo needs to be dealt with. And I don't mean like somebody needs to read that bitch. I mean, like she actually just needs to go back to being a friend of. I'm not even going to say that like I want Marlo completely gone, but she's just so much better suited as a friend because that's how she operates. Let me tell you something. Actually, let, let's just start from the beginning. So Drew has her video shoot. Very happy for mama. Her sister's coming in town. Ralph. Ralph is one of those guys that's so deeply misogynistic. Like, you know that there's no talking him out of it. Much like Silas, actually. <laughs> because we learned that Drew's sister is going to come in town. She was her manager for a really long time. And there was a fallout between Mal. I think her sister's name is Mal. We'll, we'll just say Drew's sister. And Ralph. Because her sister said that he was manipulative and controlling, right? Sounds like big sis knew what was up. That's all it is. Y'all know over here, I, yeah, I am, I have issues with my in-laws, some of them, 
right? I would never ban any of them from our home. If my husband was like, oh, my, my, you know, family's going to come in town, I would not be like, they can't stay here. Now, the whole, he, my husband got a big family, so they actually physically can't stay here because we don't have enough room. But I would like, they can come over. Absolutely. You know what I mean? I would never say that. It's just controlling. And what was that other one? Manipulative. Hmm. I'm starting to see, I'm starting to see. And what I'm confused about though, is Drew had put out a statement right after they got divorced, but before the season started where she was like, no, we really were great during the season. I'm like, mama, where? Because I, I've seen a couple things thus far. Um, almost all the ladies were invited to her video shoot. Candy didn't come because she's candy. She's busy, right? Um, and I don't know. I think the rest of them were there also, except for Marlo, obviously. Sanya is trying to talk Marlo up for her date. And I think it's really cute that she keeps talking to Marlo as if Marlo actually cares to find love love and not love and financial protection which like whatever anybody's looking for i don't care like if you are looking for somebody to take care of you financially that's fine and she doesn't seem to be hiding that either i just need sanya to like actually see that with her own two eyeballs and talk to milo accordingly let's talk about this milo and drew conversation so milo is that seems like that type of friend that's just like so absolutely high maintenance because she's in this car on the way to her date and she calls Sanya and she goes you haven't called to check on me at all today well that woman has children well she has a child she has a family she has things going on Marlo what the fuck are you talking about and this episode also reminded me that like Marlo does have things going on that we probably could be focusing on more but instead she wants to focus on this fake beef like she still like threw jabs in there about Candy needing to apologize to her sister. And I was like, you've got to be fucking kidding me. However, she calls Sandy and she's like, you didn't call me at all today. Girl, if you wanted to talk to me, if you were so nervous about your day, you needed a friend to talk to, pick up the fucking phone and call me like you did. Like, I don't know why, but that really made my ass cheeks itch. So Sandy gives her a little pep talk and then she decides to hang up in or actually before she hangs up she goes Drew's fake ass Drew's fake ass da 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 she hangs up the phone decides to call Drew I'm sorry if you just called me a fake ass so many times and then you say you're gonna call me and you're like hey girl what's up da 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 to me Drew answered the phone accordingly I saw a couple people were like Drew shouldn't have brought that up then no, if last time I saw you, we were at each other and we were cursing each other's names and like there's bad blood and then you call me and you're like, I'm on the way to a date. I would be like, this is kind of out of left field. I'm not sure why you call me because me personally, I just wouldn't be able to carry on a conversation with you if there's unfinished business, bad blood there. I don't care about your fucking date. I care about the fact that you disrespected me, right? So I would have said the same thing. Drew's like, yeah, I'm really on, like shocked that you're calling me right now. And I got to be honest, I'm not cool with the the way the past few like interactions between us have gone. Marlo is just on her bullshit. And then she hangs up the phone on her. And she's like, with your fake ass, bad bodied, which I have seen no one complain about the body shaming there. Is there a reason? No one's talking about the fact that she's talking about the way Drew's built because y'all really have a problem when they do it over in Potomac. Y'all hate it, apparently, okay? But she also says that 
Ralph's man don't wait, Ralph's man. <laughs> Drew's man don't want her. Ralph don't want her. He wants all of this as in Marlo. You, you gotta give me some cliff notes to where you got that because y'all know how I feel about people who just be saying stuff. That's not a comeback. Like, oh, your man don't want you. He want this. Okay, has he sent you a DM? Like, has you, what, what, what are, what are your Carfax? What do you have on that? Because like I said on TikTok, Ralph needs a, t- a step stool to see eye to eye with Marlo. So I don't really know how she might've gotten the vibes. He's literally at like the perfect height to suck on her titty. Why would I say something like that? That was so unnecessary. I don't even know if he's that short. But I just, I was like, what a stupid thing to say. And what a fake thing to say after you just called this woman trying to be like, hey girl. And then you hang up the phone and say, oh, your man wants me. Are you okay? I know the answer is no. I know the answer is no. I'm glad she had fun on that date. That man was fine. And, you know, good for her. Now, this Sheree and Candy <laughs> conversation. First things first, when it comes to She Buys Sheree, I don't, I'm not, I don't own a business, right? But I do find it very suspect that She Buys Sheree has not turned a profit yet. I accidentally said that, <laughs> I accidentally called Sheree's product merch. And somebody commented and was like, that's the best way to describe it is high-end merch. And I was like, oh. I guess it's not actually merch, but like, that's what it gives. Okay. Because we've talked about the workout sets, like $275 for that. Sheree, where is your marketing manager? Don't answer that question because I feel like you don't have one, but we all, as we all say, Sheree is a perfect person to have a workout line because her body is insane. She loves working out, but why have we not seen like her send any of these workout sets to like influencers so they can do squat tests so they can say like, Oh, I love working out my she by Sheree. Because if the girlies were going to spend $275 on the set, they're just going to go to Lululemon. They're just going to go to Aloe or they're going to go get it from Gymshark or they're going to be like me and do the Amazon dupes. Okay. Because listen, the dupes are duping. Y'all don't sleep on them. But I just don't understand. And then she even has to tell this guy who works for her, who's on FaceTime, like, why aren't you wearing a She by Sheree hat every time I see you? That, like, that's embarrassing. You have to tell your employees to wear your merchandise. Okay. So when she's talking to Candy, she's like, She by Sheree is iconic. It is iconic, but not because of the product, not because the product is iconic, Sheree, because one, it took so long to even exist in the first place. And two, because you lie about it, right? A fashion show with no fashions. When is she by Sheree coming out? Uh, September summer. Uh, like, like it, because it, it's more iconic for not existing than it is for existing. <laughs> that's why it's uh, quote unquote iconic. It's not a good iconic. Okay. I'm glad that her and Candy were able to go back and forth with one another. And then at the end of the day, make up and like go on laughing because that's what we want to see. Not every fight has to be a blow out fight, dragging something to hell, things of that nature. And I think that's like what people need to understand back get back to understanding rather about reality TV. We don't need a scandal every single season. We don't need a, uh, an illegal activity, somebody getting arrested, things like that. Like, I, I just don't know what else, as much as I like, of course, obviously was consumed with the scandal and everything of it all, like Jen Shaw getting arrested. Actually, y'all know, I, I, I ran out of gas quick on Jen Shaw getting arrested because I never doubted that that lady was not going to jail. And then even the Erica Girardi of it all, like I get it. It's salacious. But 
we we want to watch a bunch of cheaters and felons there's shows that you can do that it's just not going to be on bravo i don't know let's get into the season finale of martha's vineyard i'm sad i'm gonna miss them i really am i think that this is a great first season um y'all know that like the word insufferable is growing on my list of overused words in the bravo community because like everything isn't insufferable if it was insufferable then you just wouldn't continue to watch it i know what, what my list of insufferable things is few and far between because it's something that i absolutely like cannot stomach like peanut butter insufferable right and a lot of you probably just were like Ooh, i hate peanut butter hate it anyways so we have the the finale party let me <laughs> tell you something simon jumping in the pool was like peak simon behavior from what i see on bria's social media when they're like in france and things like that that's how simon behaves jumping in pools with his clothes on dancing on furniture things like that to me if you ask me i feel like it was giving that bria told him don't get in this house with these black people and act any type of way like it that's what i feel like now I don't really understand why because let me tell you that back i understand why but with the jumping in the pool with his clothes on black folks we just gonna be like oh that's crazy look at simon in the pool and continue on with our day we're not going to jump in the pool with you but you do whatever you want sweets go ahead okay it's gonna be like simon in the pool <clears throat> your husband's in the pool <laughs> but the way that she approached him and i personally feel like Bria puts on like I think the way she was talking to him I had the worst secondhand embarrassment I really did because it kind of gave that she was like try, I hate using this term but like she was trying to punk him like trying to be like what like flex and be like oh yeah I rule this man like I make him I'm like kind of like the bratty like girl well she is the bratty girlfriend but like she is like oh I got it like this I can tell him watch this dog no like absolutely the dog is it's hers but it's ours i'll watch the dog but you can't come up to me and just be like watch the dog that's rude okay and then for her to sit down with nick's girlfriend first of all if i travel longer than honestly i said four hours earlier this week but if i travel earlier than two hours or longer than two hours don't ask me to do nothing don't a 20 hour trip and then i met with this little gremlin in my face telling me that you've been in her dms her and her friends dms i'm gonna go off but i understand why taisha and ex-girlfriend didn't go off because they've been very clear that she does not want to be on this show she is just there for this one episode for him so she doesn't want to do anything that might make them want her to be on the show more so i, I totally get that i will say at the end of the season nick did eventually grow on me um i don't know about taisha saying <laughs> that he's done nothing to make her worry but again i just think that she told us that to like save face because she didn't want she didn't i don't think taisha wanted this scene at all if i'm being very fucking honest i just i didn't see it bria definitely did it to be messy <clears throat> at the end of the day and what else she did to be messy was wanting once again dance on the countertops in her sneakers now first of all here's my thing about the sneakers then it's not like she had vans on or like a platform sneaker or any or like converse or anything like that those were running shoes she had on like it looked like she had on like nikes or hokas or something like that like they were legit running shoes like she was about to be a track star right like an actual track star not like the track star but uh that was my first problem secondly dancing on the counter with dancing on the counter i hate when they do that in summer house like we put food here that so if i put food somewhere your feet don't belong there okay especially food i'm gonna eat 
But then you get on the counter with your shoes on and you're dancing on. Ridiculous. But then Simon tries to get up on the counter with her, which again, why are we all getting on the fucking counter? Okay. She try, he tries to get on the counter with her and dance. Again, a behavior that I have seen him do. I've seen her record him do it, dancing on furniture, things like that. And she goes down to push him off. I said this on live earlier. She reminds me of like if Angelica from Rugrats was put into a grown black woman's body and this is how she would behave because she like when she goes to push him, it's not like, babe, don't get up here. Don't get like she's like, no, get off. I don't want you up here. Ew, gross. Like that's how I saw her. And I just had the worst secondhand embarrassment because I was just like, you're, I'm sorry. How fucking embarrassing. How fucking embarrassing. Like she she acts like a child. A child from what we see on TV. And even when she's talking to her mom, her mom is trying to talk sense into her. Like her mom pretty much tells her like, girl, he pays for your life. And I mean, he pretty much told her that too. He was like, I pay for everything for you. And baby, everybody's going to do what they got to do. But that is one thing I will never have a man telling me is that he pays for my entire life. Speaking of a man telling you things, Jasmine, Mrs. Cooper, girl, maybe drop the Cooper, go back to Ellis. Because, wow. As y'all have heard me say, the advice that I got is the first year of marriage is the hardest. And I don't know if it's the hardest. I've only been through one. Our first anniversary is Sunday, but I've only been through one. Was it hard? Yes, absolutely. Did I have Jasmine's problems? No, nowhere close nowhere close. I mean, what we experienced was like more, I would describe as like growing pains, I guess. Um, nothing to Jasmine and Silas's issues because that grown ass man, the things that were repeatedly coming out of his mouth were baffling to me. First of all, back to the pants, the clothes, anything. The fact that this man cannot get him together. He literally said, I got myself together with no assistance from you. A grown man. I understand that everybody's lives are different and how they want to conduct them. And I understand that maybe he was a little bit, no, I don't understand that he was irritated. I'm sorry. But like outside of their normal, right? I got myself together with no assistance from you. What, what assistance? Because you had to steam your own clothes. Aren't you Mr. Military? I'm sure you want to make sure the starch and the creases are just right, bruv. Ugh. I cannot stand him. And it almost, it really kind of hurt my heart, <clears throat> excuse me, for Jasmine to hear her. To me, she was like pleading. She was like, I set myself up. She kind of reminded me like of a teenager that like a parents maybe coming on them, like trying to teach them, like, you see how you messed up here. Like she was like, I set myself up so that I could go run this errand and then I could come back and help you. Sis, he's grown. He is grown. Like, and this is my thing. If, well, the whole thing is my thing. Let's say like he likes for her to iron his clothes, right? It's it's one thing to be like, oh damn, you didn't get a chance to steam my clothes, but all right, I'll, I'll just do it because you know, I'm a able adult. Like I my hands are working just fine. God bless. Like, you know what I mean? But he's literally like, you didn't iron my clothes. You weren't here to do this for me. This is a problem for me. Like, Hello, partnership, teamwork. Like, especially when it comes to minuscule things. Secondly, the food. She still cooked his food. She still cooked his food. She just didn't bring it to him. 
And then the, the, to say men don't bring other men food. Did you eat? You not hungry. You just not hungry. That's all I can come up with. You're, you're simply not as hungry as you think you are. If you have to make a comment about a man bringing your, another man food. And you could tell, I think it was Amir. Amir doesn't subscribe to that because he bought you your plate just fine. I really think that like, if I'm sorry, if my girl was like, can you bring my man up this plate? I would be like, no. I can tell him that it's ready for him. And I'm not even going to yell up the stairs. I'll text him and be like, hey, that food your wife made you is ready. But no, I'm not. I'm not taking it to him. The fact that Amir took it to him was really wild to me. Like crazy even. But oh, and Jasmine's like, we need to get into marriage counseling as soon as we get off of the plane. Now, we were in marriage counseling our first year. I mean, we had counseling before we even got married and not just like uh, like with a preacher or anything or a pastor or anything like that. It's just we did counseling. I believe in therapy. And there are certain things that I like to have a therapist there for. <laughs> Honestly, truly, that's just as it is. I don't really think that if you're in therapy before a certain part or a certain you know mile mark that that means anything bad because to me, that indicates that therapy is a bad thing. Sometimes, some of the best times to do therapy is when like nothing is wrong. To do therapy, to be in therapy is when nothing's wrong. You know what I mean? You can kind of get in ahead of it. I've been very honest about my therapy journey. Like I go on and off, on and off. I don't wait until something is like severely wrong because something that's important to me is maintaining also like healthy habits, boundaries, things like that. So I do think that like when people say like therapy after one year, oh, that's a problem. I'm like, yeah, you're kind of perpetuating the idea that therapy is bad and it's only for bad things, but, or like it's a, um, a punishment rather, but that's just my idea on it. Um, you know, nobody has to see it my way. I don't care. Uh, cause I'm just fine, but I just, I don't know what I think we, that's the, probably the main thing that we needed a follow-up on to me is the Coopers. So like, and I'm, I think they are getting a season two, but I would be shocked if the Coopers came. I'm just going to leave that there. Now let's get into this fight between um, the Island Gal and Bria. First things first, the way I always say, Bria will not be actually in the wrong but the way she behaves is going to make you root for the person that's against her because Bria did say, don't come in my room. Summer did not respect that whatsoever. If you, if you don't want to talk to me, especially if you're being ir irrational and I'm just trying to help, I'm gonna be like, okay, I'm, I have no problem leaving you alone because I'm not going to waste my energy on this. I, I'm not going to waste my energy on this, but Summer did continue to go in her room. And then the push y'all, it's not even like, this is my thing about the push. It's not even like Bria was in Summer's face. She literally had just had enough of that girl and then pushed her in her chest, which I, I, I whatever, you know what I mean? But let's not act like she's correct. Okay. It's not like they were going, like they were going back and forth, but it's not even like they were in each other's faces like that. That was simply because Summer had had enough of her. And so she pushed her in her fucking chest. <laughs> it, that's just what it was I find it interesting also that Mariah simply threw some towels at her and she was like she pushed 
mean? Now, Preston said on Watch What Happens Live, there was more that went into that. And then so I think Amir said that as well. So I'm interested, like, I need to know what, what all happened with Mariah because multiple cast members are, and I really trust Preston. Amir, not so much. Preston, I trust. I need to know what actually happened to lead up to Mariah getting kicked out of the house because it, it just doesn't make sense to me. It does not make sense. And what I also find interesting is that the next day, yes, they were all leaving. Okay. I get that. But she was so much more open, she being Bria, to having a conversation with Summer about what happened than she ever was with Mariah. Leaving or not, she was more open to having the conversation. I don't know. I don't know. But again, I thought the first season was great. Um, I definitely want a second one. I hope somebody told me that they do share the same production company as summer house so maybe that's why they filmed so late in the season but i'm like can we get another team on them so that they can be filming at the same time i don't know i'm not a network exec okay so let me not act like i can make those calls but let's take a quick break and then we'll talk about oc okay oc i'm enjoying the oc i gotta be honest with y'all um i'm not like i really don't think any of our shows are in dire need somebody commented on one of my tiktoks and was like needs to go on pause y'all let me just let me just tell you something real quick pause is not the answer for everything it's just simply not okay it, i don't even want to get into that right now it's already late so what do i have over in the oc first things first <laughs> jen 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 first of all i'm fucking banned off of going live on TikTok for a fucking week because I called Jen's husband, or no, Jen's boyfriend, Ryan, a whore. Yeah, and I tried to appeal it and they said, no, I committed sexual violence. I think it flags certain words and whore is one of them. Why the fuck did, could I not have just said ho? Like I, I said whore because he is a whore. He's for the streets, okay? And it's like, Jen, baby girl, you know how you met him. And I'm not even a necessarily a believer in how you get him is how you lose him. Because like, look at Leon Rimes and Annie, Eddie Cibrian, right? Don't tell Brandy Julian, but I said that. But <laughs> they're still together. That's so terrible. To, y'all, I'm joking. But I'm not, I, I'm really not necessarily a believer in that. Um, But the fact that Ryan has cheated on every single person and now like he arguably probably hasn't been faithful to Jen either. Mm, not looking good okay I think mom is just stigmatized and that's okay um I like Jen I think she's a good addition so far I can't wait to see her and Tamara get into it what I don't like is Gina okay I'm so irritated by this woman I should have listened to y'all I should have fucking listened to y'all <laughs> like who am I okay I felt so bad when all y'all were like, I was like, damn, they're really, they're really on Gina. They're really on Gina. No, you were right. You lot were correct. This is what happens when I watch too much Fourth Island. Guys, I'm, anyways, y'all were correct. She, for her to sit there and say like, I wish I would have gotten to know this side of Jen more. No, 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 no. This isn't a different side. She's just literally getting to know you telling you about herself and you stopped at the fact that you found out she was cheated on her ex-husband first things first if the ex-husband is over it you should not be harping on it at all let alone the fact that you did not know this lady when it happened if she would have been your girlfriend and y'all would have all been friends and then you you were like i don't agree with the, your behavior or anything like that i would give you a little bit of leeway you don't know this woman from a can of paint 
And for her to like say, I wish I would have gotten to know this side of her after she's like, like, she just tells her I met my first husband in when I was a flight attendant and Gina says, was he in first class or economy? And she says, economy girl, what? You like her more now because you know that she picked up some, uh, some dude in economy. First of all, attractiveness knows no class. Fine is fine. Okay. I see fine men in economy all the time. If there could be something behind economy, I would be in it because Lord knows these flight tickets are getting fucking expensive. Neither here nor there. But I'm just like, Gina, what? What? What do you say? Do you even listen to what you're talking about? Because even when she was like, I'm trying to help her ex-husband get through, beat his felony charges. And then she like relates it back to Jen some way, somehow. I'm like, no, no, no. I literally stopped. I was like, no, no, no. Those two things don't go together. And somebody told me that those felony charges are related to him being violent towards her. Girl, what? What? Ugh, I can't. I really can't. And the only other thing I have in the OC is I'm totally fine with Fancy Pants reading Taylor down because listen, y'all know that I feel like you say you overuse these terms like read down, cleared, blah, 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 too much. And y'all do. But Heather really did clear Taylor. She really did. Now, did she clear her in the same way like I would clear a bitch? Hell no. She cleared her in the same way like somebody from the OC, with an OC white lady would clear a bitch. And I love that for Heather because she really did because the part was not Taylor's to offer. It really wasn't. And Taylor is low key playing games because you're trying to force this script on me, but then you turn around and you're telling Tamara that they want a self tape. They want an audition tape. I don't like, I don't even want to go to Oklahoma. And then fucking Taylor sitting there talking about, Oh, you think you're better than Oklahoma? Maybe I don't like she might, but I don't want to go to Oklahoma. And this is not the process of getting hired for an acting gig. Somebody needs to reach out to me. And she is right. I do have an IMDB page. Taylor, you don't. Taylor always low-key got on my nerves, though. Even in Beverly Hills, like, the, the beef don't make sense sometimes. Like, she loses the plot a little bit. Same thing in Ultimate Girl Strip, because, like, I'm gonna have to paraphrase here, but pretty much she was like, um like the beef between her and Brandy and the, she kind of like pulled it out of nowhere. I don't know. Taylor struggles for me. I'm fine with her being a friend of that's all I have for, um, Oh my God. I almost said Beverly Hills. <laughs> that's all I have for OC. Now we're going to get into the beef or fucking real of the week. Um, first beef or fucking real I have to give to is to Tyreek from, love island y'all will see why here in coming days not early days but coming days because i'm sick of him i'm done with him y'all know i was singing his praises and i was like he is fine da, 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 but we're done we're done here let's wrap it up i don't want to hear anymore okay y'all had a few good ones also um somebody said kyle about mauricio y'all know how i feel about that i addressed it earlier Somebody said parking between two parking spaces because you don't want anyone to get near your car. Listen, I don't know what's in the air, but I've had some interesting park jobs, not like me performing the park jobs this week, but like I've tried to park in spaces where people have parked like absolute terrors. There's this one car in our apartment complex who parks on the line each and every time. And at first I thought like, okay, maybe that's an accident, but like now it seems purposeful. I get it. Somebody said Kevin Costner's wife, 248K a month. I have not looked into, I'm not gonna lie, I didn't realize that they were getting divorced until I shared that funny video um, earlier in the week. I, I had no clue that that was happening. So I'm gonna need to 
look that up. Somebody said Maurice from Love and Marriage Huntsville. And I completely agree because that video of him talking to Carlos King ugh, makes my stomach turn. He's If you don't know, Kimmy and Maurice, Kimmy is from Love and Marriage Huntsville. Kimmy has cancer and she's going through chemo and radiation. It's very fucking sad. And Maurice gets his ass on a fuck on fucking Carlos King's podcast and talks about how noble and how great Kimmy is for rolling over and taking it because he needs sex. It's like, it makes me sick to my fucking stomach. It makes me sick to my stomach because what, what, what partner literally not only asks that of their spouse that is going through things, but also then gets on a podcast and like kind of semi brags about it. Like, I'm sick, sick and twisted in the head. Okay. Somebody said people who don't mind the business that pays them. Listen, I'm a nosy bitch. Okay. But I just like to hear things. That's it. Um, and then somebody said these jobs, I will say this, this has definitely been the work week from hell for me. I I'm, I'm with you. Okay. Another person on my be for fucking real list a little bit this week is me myself. I'm gonna call myself out. I I've just been so overwhelmed so fucking overwhelmed. I do want to say thank you. A lot of you sent me nice messages um, from last week's episode. Like I got a little bit emotional about my weight, you know, things. I, I appreciate it. I appreciate it. Um, but yeah, and I just, I like can't, I'm, I, y'all know, I talked to a lot of y'all in DMs. I'm sorry. I'm so overwhelmed this week. I cannot, like, I really cannot carry on a lot of conversations in DMs this week. So if you've noticed, like, that's why I've just been liking a lot of stuff because I'm, I'm overloaded, but those are my be for fucking reels for the week. Y'all, y'all definitely had some, um, we're going to go ahead and wrap it up there. If you do not want to hear about love Island in real time, again, stop this podcast now, because I am going to be talking about love Island UK in real time past what you've seen if you're watching on Hulu. If you're watching on Hulu and you don't want anything spoiled, please stop listening. Come back and listen to the last part though, right? So you can hear it, but I don't want anybody to be like, Giselle spoiled it for me, Boba, because I have told you to stop multiple times, multiple times. Okay, Medi, I don't feel bad that Medi's gone. Our good sis Whitney was, clearly upset. I'm not gonna lie to y'all. I really, really, really was shocked because I thought Whitney was just like biding time with Medi, right? Because she was like waiting for somebody else to come in the house that really sparked her interest. But then when my good sis was like tearing up and like actually making arguments, I was like, does she like him? And listen, it hurts to see her cry. It really does. But the way he was talking to her was absolutely unacceptable. And sometimes God moves things out of your way, Whitney, so that better things can come through. And in this case, instead of God, it was the public of the UK. They, if I could have partaken, I would have too, sis, because like, you got to understand what we see. And it pains me. It pains me because I know that Whitney doesn't see what we see. And Whitney also doesn't realize that we are all out here rooting for her. It's killing me. And that was another reason that like, I was so upset that she was getting upset because like, we know statistically how these things work in Love Island. And like, she kind of made a comment when she was sitting there talking to Catherine and Medi. 
And uh, like when her and Catherine, like, like kind of making like plans for the outside and they were like, oh, we're going to double date. And Muddy was like, no, I don't do that. Like, shut the fuck up. You should be happy to be in the presence of these two. Okay. But she said like, no, you don't understand. Like outside, like I'm that girl. And I'm like, no, Whitney, you are that girl inside. You are that girl. Like, I know she's being like, she's being authentically herself. You can't fake you cannot fake that. Like you really can't. A lot of people try and it comes off as fake. But Whitney, like she she is that fucking girl. Like I'm I love her. Okay. And so I'm like, no, she doesn't understand. Like out like it is Whitney Island. It is Whitney Island. We love you. <laughs> so like with like I just I was I'm just like they don't none of them know what's going on. So I feel like a lot of them are just going off of like the history of Love Island and how it generally works right and what we how we see the public react and so that was another reason why i was like nah girl we we gotta have your back where we got you we gonna bring you through this i say we like i have the power to vote i don't but i'm talking big shit on the internet for you whitney i really am <laughs> y'all after the heart rate challenge <laughs> first of all i loved that heart rate challenge because the heart rate challenge from last year was in sleep boring as fuck and bad everybody brought it i will say that everybody brought it i even kind of i liked mal at the end of the day i liked Mal. i think she has a really good attitude and i think like it takes a lot to go into the island in the villa in the first place and especially not have like you know like the typical like attitude that everybody likes so like the mollies or the leahs or things like that she she definitely you could tell she brought good vibes but like even mal being like i like she obviously was like i can't like i can't do this so she was just laughing her way through it i'm gonna tell y'all something zach's heart rate challenge <laughs> i was like "Ooh, put a heart rate monitor on me because baby i've let me just tell you i've watched that a couple times uh-huh. Okay. I have watched that fireman a couple times. The spirit of Tamara is flowing through my veins. I've also watched Scott, mainly just because of the whole Catherine thing. I like Scott and Catherine. We'll get there in a second. Um, and I liked how he gave her a little butt tap at the end. That was so cute. But anyways, back to Medi mistreating my girl. After the heart rate challenge, when she was like, <laughs> Why would you kissing everyone? <laughs> And then she asked Zach, why'd you only kiss me? First of all, we going, we're going to get to the chemistry between Zach and Whitney. I didn't, I, I didn't realize it, but it's definitely there. And then one of my followers sent, shout out to her, Abigail. She sent me, she, she lives in the UK. She sent me Zach's sister. Zach's sister is mixed. Zach's from the South of London. I really think, let me, let me tell y'all something. Shit is clicking for me. Okay. I really think that Zach is playing the ultimate game because y'all know we were like, Zach and Molly, like, are y'all going to do anything? Like, what do y'all have in common? Boring, da, da, da. They are boring because I don't think Molly is Zach's type. I think Zach is playing the game. But Zach doesn't understand that we are team Catherine and Whitney. The lot of us are team Catherine and Whitney, right? We want to see nothing but good things for them. I want good for Ella and being saying that I want good for Ella means I want her away from Tyreek. I hope she's in Casa Amor right now doing her big one, but I fear she's not. I fear she's not for that fucking man to sit there and say, I missed the game. Are you mad? Are you mad? I keep getting off track. 
when when Betty tried to tell Whitney, you're draining my energy. And she said, you was out here kissing everyone. You got energy. <laughs> I had to pause. I had to pause because I was laughing so goddamn hard. It was effortless. She said, you got energy. You was kissing everyone. Can we talk about how fucking gross that was too? Like, are you not... Again, in the words of Whitney, you didn't even win. How embarrassing, okay? You're not going to go out there and be missing shots and then try and come back to me because why does no one want you? <laughs> she was eating him up. And that's why Meddy was so mad. That's why Meddy was so mad because he knew it was true. But I also think that Meddy didn't anticipate for everybody to be Whitney High because Meddy's comments is off. <laughs> Meddy's comments are off. And he's talking about what a great experience. Mm-hmm. What a great experience for you that you thought, okay? Because what we were not about to do was play with Whitney. And even when he like tr tries to apologize, I mean, none of the men in this house can really apologize, but when he attempts to, it's so backhanded and condescending. And he just like, I'm, I physically started caught physically. I literally started calling him microaggression Medi. Because even when he was talking to Leah, like he was like, you speak so well. He tells Whitney multiple times, like you, you're, what is, she, what does he say? Like, he, well, he keeps mentioning you have an attitude. He's like, you're, you're, I think he called her unreasonable at one point. And I was like, and you know what really killed me about seeing her cry is the fact that like, I do think that Medi's not usually her type. Like, I think she said that. Medi is not usually the type of guy she goes for. But, like, in the villa, she didn't have many options. And she was probably, I mean, she was obviously stepping outside of her comfort zone and started to, like, feel things for him, right? It's a different level when you feel disrespected by somebody that you don't typically, like, you weren't initially attracted to. And it's also a different level when, like, it's not really fuckboy shit to say per se, like it is, but it isn't because it's also, it's disrespect. And like, I know people could argue like fuckboy shit is disrespect, but like it's he, to me, he disrespected her on another level because he kept trying to put her down. And like she said, you have all this energy. You had you, when Jess was crying, you were running to her, blaming me. You have all this empathy for other people, but to me, you're just mean. I know that feeling and it fucking sucks. It's not like, there's a, a to me, and y'all might y'all might not think I'm right, but to me, there's a difference between like, okay, you're being a fucking asshole right now, and feeling like your partner is being like mean to you. That's what really hurt my feelings for her. And then when she finally broke down and cried to the girls, oh my god, I started crying. I really started crying when cry when Catherine cried and was like, "You're my heart." I was like, oh, oh, my girls, my girls, I need them to stay. Okay, we gonna find somebody for them. I really hope all the girls are doing their big one in Casa more right now. I really do. Because these dudes do need to be put on notice. And I will say that even for Scott, because do I necessarily trust Scott? No, he's a man in Love Island. If you are a man in the Love Island villa, I don't trust you. I'm never gonna trust you all the way until you get your ass out of that villa. And I'm still probably not gonna fucking trust you, right? So that's why I don't fully trust Scott. But what I see from Scott is that I do think that there's respect there when it comes to Catherine. I don't think he's going to pull what a Zach pulled with Catherine. 
right? I think he's going to have a proper conversation with her. I hope. Okay. Don't embarrass me, Scott. That man is fine also to me. Very fine. I was looking at his Instagram, looking at them little soccer pictures. I was like, oh, doing something for me. Anyways, I think he's going to have more respect for Catherine than, you know, to do her really dirty. I also think that he does not fuck with those, those men like that. That is one thing that is very clear. I think he enjoys spending time with Whitney and Catherine because that like, that's his gang. That's, that's gang gang for him. And I, I just, I am weary though, because when he did say, first of all, he never said that they were closed off. He just said right here and right now, there's nobody else in here for me. As we know, other people come in, but I did peep how he said that. But people doubting that Scott actually likes her, I side-eye them. And even, this is probably going to be controversial. And so I want to make sure that I say it correctly, how I'm trying to portray it. But even in especially the Black women that are like, he don't like her. I don't understand why this is hard for y'all to see. Scott is not a chatty person in the first place. Like if I saw him chatting with other people more and not Catherine, then I would be like, I would be with y'all. But I really feel like people think it's hard for Scott to be with Catherine or like it's hard to see. And I don't understand why. Because he did pull her first. He has been like taking her seriously when it comes to the whole Leah of it all, when it comes to the whole Leah of it all, I think that Scott chose his words properly. If I, if as a man in Love Villa, I think he chose his words properly. He said, yeah, I'm open to like getting to know you, but what girls like Leah and Katie want to hear is that you're pouring into them that, and he's like, I'm not doing that. I want to still get to know Catherine, but I'm open to getting to know you. But if you want to act like a fucking brat, like you're the only fucking fine girl in here, then yeah, I'm going to put all my eggs in this basket. For Leah to be like, you're holding hands with Catherine, I share bed with her. Like, I, I, I just didn't understand that. Like when Leah said that, I was looking at the screen, looking at her like, blink, 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 blink. Like, are you okay, hon? Are you well? Because yes, if he wants to get to know you, he definitely should make it a point, but he is over here right now. And all you want to talk about is Catherine. You better choose, like make, make sense of your time, right? It's Love Island. Okay. So since you wanted to, all you wanted to do was talk about Catherine. And he's like, okay, I'm gonna go over to Catherine. I just, I don't know. When it comes to what Ty is saying about Zach and Catherine, I think that those two are just off on their, on their own. Okay. And I, th I feel like a lot of like the audience reply of like, again, black women coming for, not coming for, but talking about Scott and Catherine, they, it's kind of getting disguised as like, oh, well, we just like Catherine so much and we don't want her to get hurt. Okay. Is it that you like Catherine so much you don't want her to get hurt? Or is it the fact that you don't see this white man liking her? I, I'm, that's just an honest question. It's an honest ass question. And, and I get it. I've watched Love Island for a long time. So I get it. But compared to what we've seen in other seasons with other people and what I see now with Scott and Catherine, I don't, I'm not understanding. I also think that if there was something, some sneak shit that producer that was said by Scott, I think we would have seen it. I, I think we would have seen it. Maybe we'll see it next episode. I don't know. I can't imagine, but I just think that 
Ty, so, Ty, something's weird there with Ty and Catherine. And a lot of those boys and Catherine, I'm going to tell y'all one thing for real. I think Montel's a fucking loser. I, I think he's a fucking loser. He's a follower and he's, I think he's just happy to be here and he's feeling happy that he's with Leah. First of all, Leah likes Chris Brown. I looked at her social media. She's a Chris Brown fan. Like, oh, singing along so much. Like, dude, not girl, he beats women. I'm sorry. I'm not coming up off that shit. Okay. Two, Leah and Montel don't talk about nothing. You want to talk about lack of chemistry. Y'all think that Leah and Montel have so much chemistry because you love Leah's eye contact so much, one. And two, because you can see Montel being attracted to Leah. And like, that's why. You That's a that's a you problem if you can't see Scott being attracted to Catherine. That's not a Scott and Catherine problem, right? Leah and Montel don't talk about nothing. They're literally like, I'm so happy to get to know you. I'm so happy to be here. Montel looks happy to be smiling at any white girl's face. I'm going to be so fucking honest. He just looks so happy to be smiling that white girl's face. That's how I feel. Okay. They don't like, they literally just talk through their teeth and grin and be like, I'm so happy that we're getting to know each other. And this is so exciting. And I'm just happy. I'm so happy. The more I get to know you, it's just like, I really feel strongly about you. You make me giddy. You make me giddy. Dude, like, what the fuck? You, we gotta be for fucking real. I don't think Scott wants to talk to the guys much about what's going on between him and Catherine because I just simply think that he doesn't like how those men move. Mitch is running amok in the villa. He's doing a lot. When he sat down and talked to Whitney, Whitney was like, if I talk to you, don't be messy. That was like the second thing to come out of her mouth before she even spoke to him for real. She was like, if I talk to you, don't be messy. Zach had to fuck. <laughs> Zach had to check Mitch. And I'll be honest, I want Zach and Mitch to just fight. I find it so funny when people are having conflict and one person just asks the other, like, what is wrong with you? That is one of the funniest things that anybody can say, because a lot of times with conversations, people try and like dance around certain things. And like, I, I get it. Cause I like to have conversations that have destinations. And with that, sometimes that means just like asking somebody what the fuck is wrong with you. And that is a fair question for Mitch. <laughs> what the fuck is wrong with you? Cause I need to know. I need to know. Zach needs to know. We all need to know, Mitch. How are you still here? How are you still here? You have not one romantic connection. You probably, I think Mitch has the most failed romantic connections and he's still here. My God, my good God. The fact that Mitch gets to go into Casa Amor is really crazy to me. Really crazy to me. And the girls are probably going to be scared of him in there as well. Like, and I just... This is the second time now one of those guys has made Catherine cry and they just don't care. However, when it came to the heart rate challenge, they were looking at her like, oh, I didn't know she had it like that. Ty was like nothing but respect for Catherine and that thing she's got. He was looking while she was giving Scott the lap dance. And it's like, you can sexualize her, but when it comes to somebody actually liking her, you're having a hard time. Get the fuck out of here. Get the actual fuck out of here. I hate it. I hate it. <clears throat> I'm going to throw up, spit on it. Disgusting. Disgusting. It pisses me off. Pisses me off. I hate, I, I should not say I hate Ty. That is not nice. That is not nice. And I actually don't know him, but it's, it's what he represents because I've just dealt with so many dudes like that, guys pretending to be my friend, like things like that. And it's just, it doesn't feel good. Now let me talk about Jess because Jess is a fake bitch. That wasn't nice either, but it's how I feel. Just wanted to call people fake for the 
uh, compatibility vote in saying, you didn't say it to my face, you didn't say it to my face, blah, blah. You're sitting there partaking in a conversation with the boys saying they don't see any, see it for Scott and Catherine, right? And Ella is fighting for her life, trying to like, she's like, yeah, but we don't spend time with them. I thought so too. One thing that I picked up there was Ella was like, I thought that too, until I spent time with them. Y'all should spend time with them. One thing that I'm hearing is that nobody in that villa be spending time with them. That's what I picked up. I don't know about nobody else, but that's what I picked up is that they don't, they don't spend time with y'all or y'all don't spend time with them. So now you're questioning it, right? And what is the shit out of Jess's mouth? Yeah, but you don't know what's said in the boy's bunk. Do you want to know what's said in the boy's bunk? Because Sammy has told us all that he's not attracted to you. And to be honest, be, I'm going to be so honest. My prediction is I think Sammy's about to act up the worst in Casa Amor. I really think he is because Mal went home, right? He slept in the bed by himself, what, once or twice now? He keeps saying sleeping alone is not fun. Sleeping alone is not fun. He doesn't say I miss having Jess in my bed. Sleeping without Jess is not fun. He says sleeping alone. It's not you, babes. Jess, it's not you. So why you want to sit there and partake, even, even if it's just for a sentence, about that Scott and Catherine shit? You need to look in the mirror. Jess thinks she got it like that with Sammy, and she doesn't. She really doesn't. I don't trust that little girl. I really don't. She does a lot of things that make me side-eye her. Not an ally. Not an ally. Just going to be so very fucking honest there. Um, What else? Oh, Katie. Girl. Me and Abigail, again, we're talking about the fact that like Katie, it seems like Katie just came and was like, fine, I'll do it. I need some money. Word on the curb is that Katie got a man at home. Does she actually got a man at home and he be spending her money? So she needed a quick check. So she came back on. And I low-key, after how she acted at the end of this last episode with Zach and Zach going out on the date with Whitney and stuff, um, she literally said, dump me from the island. I don't care. I said, oh, she just wants to go home. She just wanted to pop up real quick and be like, remember, I'm here. I still look good. Y'all can still give me brand sponsorships so I can get back to making my coin. I said, Katie don't want to be here. Because for her to stiff arm Zach and be like, I don't want to kiss you yet. I don't want to kiss you yet. And then be like, oh, I'm so open. I'm so open. First of all, she actually lied also because she said, I'll get to start getting to know Mitch or whatever if he wants to get to know somebody else. And then she was like, I never said I wanted to get to know Mitch. No, you did. You said if he was going to get, if Zach was going to get to know somebody else that you were going to get to know Mitch. She said that. I know I'm not crazy, right? But I, the way Katie, mm, the way the microaggressions jumped right out of not only Katie, but Leah too, because for Leah to say, I shouldn't even say microaggressions. I don't think that microaggressions jumped out of Leah. But for Leah to say that Whitney needs to pull Katie and have a conversation and be like, I understand how it is coming in um, and the, trying to get along with the girls. Uh, babes, Whitney came in as a bombshell too. Don't ever get that fucking twisted. Bombshell as in looks and bombshell inside as well. So don't, don't do that. Don't do that. Okay. I didn't like that shit. But then Katie is like, she's smug about it. I don't really understand what Katie is upset about. She's talking about people don't need to lie to me. People don't need to lie to me. I hate it. I hate it. No one lied to you, love. No one lied to you. Whitney sat there in front of your face and said, it was a good date. I, I had a good time. Da -da -da. I'm going to be honest. We're going to have some more chats. 
Zach sat there and had a conversation with you and said, it was a good date. I had a good time. She's like, well, she's a giddy school girl. Zach's like, okay, well, I'm not a giddy school girl. Like, cause I'm just not a giddy school girl. I've looked at Zach's social media. <laughs> He's very manly man, but that's a different story. Like he was like, I'm not, I mean, I'm not a good giddy school girl. Like in general, that's how I heard that. Maybe it's because I looked at his social media and I know that like probably being referred to as a giddy school girl would send him into shock. Um, but he was like, no, I had a good time and I'm definitely open early days, early days. And she's swearing up and down that people are lying to her. No one's lying to you, Katie. They, they both told you the truth. Why, if I sat there and told you, like, while you're in my eyes, I had a good time. I'm going to have more chats with him. Why do I need to pull you for a chat again to really drive it home? Cause you're already on the edge now. You're already freaking out now. So why do I need to pull you again and really drive it home? If you want to hear it again. Okay. Whitney can tell you, but to say that Whitney is smug, she wasn't smug. She was just like, I had a good time. And let's not forget, she's been down in the dumps about Medi. So this is the first time she went out on a date. She's explored any other relationship besides with Medi. So she's just feeling better. Like, Katie, girl, go. Girl, go. I don't care. I don't care. But she, mm-mm. That attitude, nasty. I didn't watch her uh, season, I don't think. Season two, no. I know, I didn't watch season two of Love Island UK. I watched season one. And then I went to three. But anyways, yeah, I don't, mm -mm. But those are my Love Island thoughts in real time, y'all. I shudder to think what's happening now in Casa Amor. I shudder. I shudder. I think Sam, I think Sammy's about to pull, pull one. I really do. I want Ty... I want Ty to pull something and free Ella. I really, really do. But I fear she's going to stick beside him. I fear she's going to stick beside him. Okay, that's all I have. Love y'all so much. Um, don't forget to rate and review me on Apple's, I almost said Apple Spotify, Apple Podcasts and Spotify. Um, five stars, if you could so much. I'll be seeing the little one stars. I don't know what y'all have against me, okay? Um, and of course, I'll talk to y'all on TikTok, uh, Instagram, all that.